shoot. Hi family, welcome to another brand new episode of Life Matters at Anuadidere. I'm super excited to have you on the show and I'm grateful to God for bringing us thus far as we round up the month of August. August has been one kind, one kind, but we thank God because we are alive and God has been a, a great sustenance and great help to us and he has always been our helper from ages past. Um, so from my previous video before now, I shared how your girl has been in a tight spot when it comes to like creating content, how to make sure that we come week in, week out, and we share uh, amazing conversations with you. And you know, when I said in my second podcast, which is just, let's talk uh, with Anu, I think it just helped me um, to see that sometimes when you feel like you have everything figured out, um, not a, not every time. It, does, it doesn't matter um, what you are figuring out or what you figured out. Sometimes you just need to take a step back and ask yourself: Are you actually impacting? Are you actually giving your best? And I think that was the question that I had to ask myself during the course of the month from last month from july i had to ask myself am i really impacting am i really giving that best that i really want to and i i almost questioned myself and doubted myself but i had to remember why i started and it just shows that even sometimes when you're going through different phases in your life you're able to sit down re-strategize and ask yourself okay how am i able to do things better how am i able to go from one side of the coin to another um so yes that's one one way to look at it so today we're talking about something very interesting um my guest is going to be coming very soon i I just wanted to show you the topic for today um the topic for today is music excellent growth with polymi ogedengbe and the reason why we're having this conversation is i have seen over the years i've been with friends i have had um friends of mine that are musicians that are singers and i've seen them struggle one way or the other I've seen them i've seen them even talk about um what they call this thing i've seen them talk about issues that affect them as christians as musicians and stuff like that so my guest just joined us in today and he'll be sharing um his experience he's a musician um he's also a project manager and so many other arts that he wears but um Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, jump your bell, ring your bell. Where's my bell? I have a bell I use. Okay. Just before I ring you, I have my CSE mini bell. Uh, welcome, my guest, uh, Kualumi. Thank you. Hi, Kualumi. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. My, first of all, my apologies for being, for being late. I You're very, very late. We're going to sue you for how many, thousand, how many thousand dollars we sue you, people. <laughs> we're going to sue you. Like, we're not even going to hold it back. We're going to sue you. I'm so sorry. I've been so... um. I mean, like I was discussing with you yesterday, right? I've been, you know, in and out of so many meetings. It's, it's been a very, it's been a very busy period. Um, so I was actually just jumping off a call because, you know, another thing I do on the side is kind of help, um, well, to give back really is to help people with, you know, the whole career journey. So I'm usually stuck, stuck in calls typically a lot after work. But I mean, I, I enjoy it. So um, no regrets at all that's that's amazing so um i was sharing people that being someone that grew up in church i've known everything and anything church all my life uh till now i still serve in church maybe not in the musical side of things um but that's that's one of the conversations to have but um first off tell us a little bit about yourself what you do and uh what was growing up like for you right so <laughs> well a little bit about myself so yeah i'm palumi i'm a drummer i play at um one of the redeemed churches here in canada um i'm also typically very involved in working with um other ministries that might have events i'm also typically involved you know with working with artists that might have projects you know that they're working on um you know i've been i've been drumming for wow for as long as i can remember because I have, so how my journey started was I have older brothers, right? My immediate older brother, for example, is five years older than me. My oldest brother is eight years older than me. And they were also very involved in music, especially early on. My oldest brother is still very involved in music. So I remember all I remember back then, which is kind of 
you know, very similar to my co- my nephew, who is what three years old now. I remember back then when I was young like that as well. When my brother or someone, whoever was, you know, on the drums, then I would just go at church and just stand right next to them. And you know, I, I remember, you know, for especially as a kid, I was absorbing everything that I was seeing. So and you know, so I would go back home with. If you remember all our mom's five 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 cups, the typical stainless steel cups, um, the pots, those are my the pot covers were my symbols, you know, the pots itself were my you know were my toms. That's how that's really how my journey started. Um and then when when the time came and I was of age and my parents could get, you know, um us instruments in the house i didn't really have to struggle to learn because i just absorbed so much from from you know growing up and watching people play and so that's really how my journey started um i i you know since then i've you know always played at church i grew up as a as a baptist before you know separating out to to find i guess more connection you know not not that it was anything bad with baptist but i needed you know a bit more connection with the word so i was able to then you know go out to other churches and i've always i've always been in the choir but for me right you know it's more than just being in the choir if i'm not connected to the ministry if i'm not connected to the word I'm not joining the choir. <laughs> so for me, that was always my 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 thing because because like for example, um, myself and I know we attended a church in Nigeria called Harvest House Christian Center. I remember I was at the church for six months before I joined the choir, and I was fine with it. Right, I was okay with it because I was I was feeding off the altar, and for me that was just as important as joining the choir to be a part of, of that, the music ministry. Shout out to Pastor Bimini Buddha for, yep. for teaching. Absolutely. <laughs> so truthful. I, I remember yeah. um, one praise ablaze, a particular guest minister came and um, he he said some things like, um, I I was not comfortable with my, my spirit with the, the statements he made about certain pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pastor Bimini came up and said, um, I understand that you want to make a statement and stuff like that. But remember that this is not just my flock, right? Like this mm-hmm. is not just my church members. This is a mix and match of a lot of people. Yeah. And so I can't really, I wouldn't appreciate uh, he, he said in a very, very intentional but respectful way to say, yeah. "Please next time, don't do this yeah, again." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. So yeah. it was, it was really good. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to piggyback something you said, which a lot of people struggle with. Me personally, when I joined my husband's church, so back from when I was back in Nigeria, it's always been choir. No other thing. People try to drag me into drama and be like, "Oh my God!" Some people don't. Someone actually tried to drag me into going into radio. And I knew yeah. I loved radio, but I just felt like eh, there's no balance. I can't, I just felt somewhere about it. So I mm-hmm. didn't join. Looking at it in retrospect, maybe I should have just joined that time <laughs> and had that experience. But it was actually really, really good. So I remember then when um we'll have like choir rehearsals and stuff like that. I'll be in church. Sometimes we have choir rehearsals twice a week. Um, from then I national. So I, I'd always known myself being a choir person. I would always have tons of albums. Oh my God. Tons. And I feel now I'm now lazy because I didn't <laughs> have as many albums as I would love. Maybe because of iTunes. You know that time you had to go and buy a CD? Yes. Like oh, you, you had to work yes. <laughs> so hard to get that music. But yes. now it's just a very, very wonderful stuff. Oh, there, yes. Um, so when I joined my husband's church, I told myself that, okay, I was going to take time off. No, no point rushing. Even when I got to Canada, I think I didn't, I wasn't going to inquire for the first six months or, or until like 2015, a couple of years after that's when I fully joined the choir. Um, but when I joined my husband's church, like four or five years after I told myself, well, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to, um, before I joined the choir and a lot of my church members from my like pre marriage church felt like ah marriage has swallowed your ministry (laughs) (laughs) and it was a lot of conversation that i had to say see 
right now i'm just taking my time to actually just enjoy the atmosphere i want to understand what this church is about i want to know because where i'm coming from was a mix and match of contemporary niger any kind of genres of music mm-hmm. but since i've known the church i see them the most of ccm style of and and also i'm very sorry but ccm very boring to me like, <laughs> it's just the same in my hair i love black gospel like i am i am all, like i remember when i just got to canada um i i actually was in a caribbean church and oh my god once we start that praise break it's just <laughs> so i'd always loved it so going to a nigerian church it was just more upbeat but at least you're familiar with people and stuff mm. like that so i wanted to piggyback to something you said where you said when you first joined Harvest house you, you weren't in choir for the first six months now why is it a struggle and i see it everywhere where most people that are into music that are into choir once they join a new church they just feel like i don't have any sense that's how i feel i don't have any sense of um who i am outside this thing so automatically i have to join Mm -hmm. why do you think that happens to most people that we can't just even just come in and say and and and, you know low-key the pressure was even from the choir members in church like low-key like they were expecting that ah you are you are here you're supposed to join choir and stuff like that and i and i kept telling everybody that i'm i'm just taking my time i'm just taking my like i i naturally do not jump actually when i come to new churches i don't just jump into choir or what department of this department but i'm able to kind of balance myself to say okay this is what i like this is what i want to do this is what i don't want to do but in your case as a drummer you would personally i want to be itching to like oh the drums and stuff like that so do you think it's a wise thing for both singers and instrumentalists to do that or do you think that it was just a personal preference for each person well i think i think it's a mix of things right um there is you know there is the part where of course you know maybe you know i don't want to speak on behalf of singers but I can speak from an from an instrumentalist standpoint. Your body's itching, like you want to play. It's it is you know it is what I've known the longest in my life, and for most you know musicians, it's the same way. So not not playing right. It, it's it's like I need to get I need to get my hands on something, right? But I think you know while. It, it, it while and i say it's a mix of things because also you know it's very i know you know we probably can't stress how important it is to serve in church right um you know the bible teaches a lot about about service right so you know i wouldn't necessarily even fault um us for itching but i think it's very important that we're itching for the right reasons right are you itching because you can't wait to serve the Lord with your gifts? Or are you itching because you can't wait for people to see your gifts? Right? Um, if if that's all you're itching for, <laughs> that's kind of all your reward, right? And it's biblical, right? So I think that's probably the most important piece. It's okay to itch, but are you itching for the right reasons i think it's you know super super critical and you know it takes a certain level of you know awareness right on a mindset level but more so on a spiritual level to be able to take a step back and say okay i'm itching to play however first of all am i feeding from the altar right am i feeding from the altar am i connected to this ministry do i stand for what they stand for right um and i think you know it takes that spiritual awareness to be able to you know look at things holistically before then making that decision so for example in my church now um whenever we want to have whenever musicians you know show their interest in joining our our church to to minister alongside us right my choir director when i speak to her when i speak to you know the choir director you know uh, a music director to tell me you know tell the person to attend attend first right tell the person to just attend first it might take a month right before we even get back to the person it take two months 
let the person even attend. Get a feel of the church, not just be, not to just so that we're not, not just, like you are transferring like yeah, a, like yeah, because, a yeah, exactly, <laughs> Messi transferring to PSG. Yeah, exactly because <laughs> because because the truth of the matter is that you know we <laughs> because the truth of the matter is that like it's not just like it's just not any band. This is not a rock band that we're just going out there to play gigs. That's different. This is a whole different ball game, and so I feel like those things are always super critical to 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 um, take a step back and look at for sure. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it's I think it's also important that you just take a step back to actually understand the style and the um should i say power behind whatever is going on in that church because sometimes yeah. you, you join churches and you're like oh my god i really love their choir mm-hmm. then you're just watching from a distance and you're seeing how is this our like when i when i read or i smell um what they call it you know when people are fighting but they're on stage singing mm-hmm. I, I don't mean maybe i'm maybe i'm <laughs> yes. very different but you can because i sing i can feel your and your attitude to each other like yeah. when people are like singing and they're rocking yes. together i can but when you're singing and you're like ah no i know that i personally except if god wants me to just go and join that choir i know that that's yeah. your place for me because yeah. i know that i will be front I'll, I'll come out and tell you that um it can't work if you say that you're working for god and you're doing that so yeah. i i totally totally agree with you don't just jump into a, a choir group and you know most of the time when you tell them to wait and you don't get back to them for like three four five six months they always fade off for yeah. the ones that are not serious most of them yeah. just fall off at the wayside and they're yeah. like oh, yeah. doesn't look like these people really yeah. want me so yeah. uh whatnot yeah. so my, my second question is this i joined a brand new choir uh, i i'm in the i'm in this music business is it a sin for me to play gigs outside church because my pastor has told me several times that um, it is important that I serve. The church doesn't pay me. I, I, I'm just giving a typical from an instrumentalist perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do all these rehearsals at home. I give him my best. I buy all this application and software to kind of be better for myself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the church is telling me I can't go play outside. But that's where money is coming from to sustain me so how do i balance or cope with this <laughs> my dear <laughs> you see this issue of this issue of you know money and the music ministry is is very very <laughs> it's very very critical right um it's <laughs> it's a big 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 discussion um and you know i have a few i have a few you know sentiments towards it so in this case specifically right um i don't think it's bad right um the better approach that you want to go about is or what i apply what personally i apply that has been working for me personally right different people will have different approaches to this right um my priority is my service like my service to god the house where i'm serving that's always my priority, right? Do I gig outside by the special grace of God, man? And do I collect money? Ah, uh, ah, uh, of course. By see, <laughs> oh God, by the special, by the special grace of God. But two things. Number one, my music director is aware of it. Number one, and you know, also the kind of places I make sure that I find myself in. I also think is very critical because again, we're dealing with deep spiritual things here and especially as a musician we're playing right in the devil's alley if you really think about it right um (laughs) lucifer was the skilled agent you know the skilled angel in um or the skilled um you know one in in the music ministry right so as playing playing right in the alley so where we expose ourselves to, I think, are also very, very critical. But one, again, my music director is, is aware of this. Um, and so say, for example, um, I have a gig coming up in two weeks, right? Um, but, you know, I, 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 you know, it turns out that maybe pastor has requested for me 
or my music director specifically requested for me to be at church, right? That is my priority, right? I will have to then work out a plan to get somebody else to fill in for me on that gig. Typically, that's what I typically that's what I do, right? Um, I prioritize my place of service. However, again, if it's if where you know if if where I have the gig or what the gig is for, if it's like a big event that we've been planning for weeks and everything, I'm able to adjust those priorities as well. And then my music director know, hey, man, this is what is going on. Um, these people have, you know, we've been planning this for weeks. Um, it's a big event they're having, blah, 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 right? Because I don't want to disappoint them after having um, um, this series of rehearsals. Yeah, because your word is still your bond, whether you're you're exactly. in church or not. Right. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. But I think, you know, very importantly, is that communication and understanding with your, with whoever your, your, your um, music director is, right? being open enough to let them know hey this is what is going on i will not be able to be at church because at this date on this date because of these reasons right i'm being open about it at least for me it has worked thank you very much and i feel like it's very important that one is actually open enough to say um have that conversation but i feel like um there's so there's so much manipulation from a lot of people um i've seen (laughs) I've seen people get big opportunities in in the music scene and because of the the way two things in 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 there so I always believe that if your pastor says something your pastor sees something or says God told him something I believe God is also your father and God can also speak to you about that particular thing Absolutely. Um, but the other part is also the selfish interest of a man being that ah you're going to leave our church blah 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 you're the only one we call every time you're the only reliable person you know what i'm i'm, I'm going to make sure that you so there, there can be manipulation in that yeah, stage so yeah, yeah. i feel like understanding god for yourself when it comes to even gigs um and and your service is very important so that when yeah, yeah. situations like that come up you, you can politely say oh sir i'm so sorry i know that you really want me to be here but it's not possible for me to be here because of mm-hmm. a b c and d and if it's if you warrant that it doesn't align for you and the ministry then you you ask yourself who do you want to serve is it god or a man and, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing so i yeah. think that's where you kind of weigh weigh the points now right and sorry i know if, if i may you know so i was just thinking about about you know thinking back again at your previous question about about finances and and music ministry see realities are are that in canada my dear especially for us immigrants if you're trying to really you know make something well first of all let me retract i'm I'm not um this is my land (laughs) i just don't put immigrants as if we're at some disadvantage no i don't like to see it that way quite frankly speaking but just the matters that coming from you know from outside from a different country you want to come here and succeed and having financial muscle right obviously aside you know being spiritually grounded and all of those things having financial muscle is, is is muscle is one of the critical things that you need to have right to be able to kind of push your dreams here if you are doing music full-time there <laughs> and you say that's your only source of income there's a very high chance that you'd be very hungry so i just want to put it out there please find yourself like hone your skills musically but also hone your skills on a professional work level get yourself a good paying job so, because for example, one of the dreams that a lot of us have is one own a studio, one own our own our own gear. Those things cost money. Hello, don't lie, bro. bro. Don't lie, bro. bro. Let, let's not let's don't not talk about let's not talk about gear. Like, don't lie, is not raining from. You won't go to Longa Market now. Tell them, please of the Lord be with you. So you see this montage keyboard I'm looking at. <laughs> the Lord has said you should give me. No, they won't give. They will chase you out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would just put it out there like, yo, find yourself a good, decent job. Work out a schedule for yourself to, and to ensure that you're constantly building your skill on a musical level as well. And 
and i think that's really the way to to go about it if you want you know to ensure that you have that financial stability and they are not really worrying oh church is paying me church is not paying me church is, you know you, you know you know that gear thing uh, i was i was still having this conversation with my mom today and uh to be very sincere gear is not cheap when i break down what camera is and what lenses and platforms that used to stream plus your microphone plus your mixer mm-hmm. when I, there, there was a day that i think so on your cibc app you can put all the things you own on it so that it would have your what's you like your liabilities and your assets yeah so as yeah, i was yeah. getting new gear i was adding my assets and adding my assets and i thought i went from like particular amount of particular <laughs> amount we say i fear for <laughs> ah, so when when people now just say oh is it not just i'm like wow like, <laughs> guy, it doesn't work that way like that's, and you don't all. even though people say oh no don't worry just put on your credit card yes but you have to pay back that pay credit off. card <laughs> so, <laughs> so at the end of the day what yeah. happens so, for, yeah, for me exactly. i feel like it's like you said it's even in nigeria i remember that all the musicians and music producers have had even on the show always say always have a second stream of income when it comes to music because anything can happen look at look at what happened during the pandemic there was no party there was no nothing exactly. and you have to still pay like yep. epco will not say there was pandemic yep. even the mortgage um uh there was this thing they did in our back i don't know if it was national uh, nationwide but in avada where they, you could for landlords you, you can't no for landlords you can't even ask your, your tenant for rent like yeah yeah they did that here too yeah so, then they they defer mortgage but it's true that you're deferring you're not deferring that if you're paying one thousand you you <laughs> So what's, what's the point right so I, I feel like it's important for people to have both both sides of the coin where you're able to say you know what i i i love music i do music but this is where the pay has to come from because the bills here are real and and that and that takes me to my next question do you think that serving abroad is different from serving nigeria because a lot of times people complain that oh people are not people are too lazy people are too this people are too that oh people don't want to serve and a lot of people have that issue that once people come abroad it's a little bit more difficult to serve compared to when they were in nigeria or whatever african country they're from um do you think in your experience do you think um that's it and if it's yes what do you think we can do better when it comes to people serving um in church and when it comes to growth and consistency right um so yes there are some differences because i've had the opportunity to experience both worlds and there are a few factors that i can you know right off the bat that i can start to point out to that makes it different so for example when i was in nigeria um you know at harvest house for example we could rehearse for four five six hours right <laughs> when events are coming up who's going to dedicate that time to you here <laughs> my dear you know and there's a, there's a few factors to it number one is the thing you said bills people have bills to pay right and here the economy is just is different right um you know you have to pay these bills because the services have been rendered as opposed to Nigeria, that and uh, could not be light at home. You know what I'm saying? Also, another thing is our work um, structure is very different here. So you find a lot of people, right, who um, who are working jobs that you know, you know, it's not necessarily nine to five. Some people are working on the weekends, right? Those are things that that aren't as common or as rampant in Nigeria. Not a lot of people work weekends. Not a lot of people, I mean, some bankers do, but not a lot of people work weekends, right? Here, you don't have to be a banker to work. Even Sundays. Yeah, even even (laughs) Sundays, right? Ain't nobody Mm -hmm. working on Sundays in Nigeria, right? Very, 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 very few people, right? Or supposed to here. So the work culture, you know, the, the work structure or the work culture is very, very different here in Canada. So that's why I feel like it's difficult to find, you know, a group of people especially at church that are ready to dedicate five, six, seven hours of their time just at church, right? Um, rehearsing. That's number one. Number two thing, you know, well, well th- those, are, those are like some of the factors that I see that makes it a little bit different. Now to your question on consistency, 
what I think that in order to kind of, you know, make up for that time, because quite frankly speaking, you cannot hit the level of excellence you're trying to reach, right, on a musical level without committing time. You just can't, right? We watch videos of all these guys in the US that, you know, the level of skill that they display is ridiculous. Even on this, you know, even, you know, that's number one on this, on this, on a physical level, on a spiritual level too, without spending time in the word, without spending time knowing more of God of, you know, like the Bible puts it uh, of, you know, looking or, you know, getting more out of that treasure box, right? That treasure that God has set aside without looking in there, right? You cannot reach that level of height you're trying to reach. So really what I think we can do, especially being abroad, because everybody is so busy, people are trying to make ends meet, ensure that you can pay your bills and live a comfortable life, right? It's So it then boils down to what are we doing at home in preparation that is where to be honest that's what will separate boys from men right it is all about the time you commit at home so the way i see it right your practice time is at home right your rehearsal time is the one two hours you get to spend with the entire group at church so we really should be reaching the level where you know, we have songs coming up for an event or we have songs coming up for Sunday. We're coming to church for rehearsal. We're banging them straight on. And, and I think that's the difference between Nigeria and here because then in Nigeria, because I had I, I have a like adopted younger brother like that. And I know that if they send songs out on like we're rehearsing on Friday nights because we don't even do during the day rehearsal because everybody's mm. at work, everybody's school. Yeah, so yeah. we do rehearsals from 11 to 5, mm-hmm. middle of the night. Exactly. So when we do rehearsals like that, he has rehearsed mon- like one hour from Monday to Thursday. So when he comes for rehearsal, he's just saying, oh no, that part is wrong. Oh, this is how mm. he has to do better. Mm. Which, you, looking at what you said, if you don't do that at home, you won't be able to catch all those things you during won't. the rehearsal yeah. for the performance on, yes. on Sunday. So I yeah. agree with you. Exactly. So like that that the time we spend at home, you know, really connecting to the songs on a spiritual level, connecting to the song on a on a technical level with either musicians or you know or the band or even the vocalists. I think that is probably probably the the most critical if we are to hit the heights that we intend to hit. Um, to be honest, th- that that's my take on it, and and it's not just because an event is sh- is coming up. That's why that's why we should practice. We should set up a schedule that works, even if it's thirty minutes every day to do something. If that's the schedule that works for you, especially if you have a family, you're married, you have to spend time with the wife, with your kids. It's about setting a time, setting aside that time. It's not really about the large chunks of time or spending ten hours one day and then you don't practice again for the next three months, right? That uh, remember, your voice or your instrument goes rusty too. Yep, and people don't know that. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think that that's um super critical. Yeah. So so I I totally agree with you, and I feel like for you to get that that um growth that you want through your experience even as a musician or a singer or producer i think that the more you go and sharpen your craft so like you said you know i was having this conversation one day with two other people and one of the things i said was i sat out one day and i said oh my god i'm doing so much i'm doing so much church work and, da, 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 and i felt overwhelmed and one day i actually said i'm like okay i know sit down Take out your pen and write how many hours you actually use for church stuff. So I wrote it out in an entire month. I saw that apart from driving to church and coming back, when it comes to doing work with church stuff, I didn't spend up to 10 hours in an entire month. For that particular <laughs> month I was talking about, I didn't spend up to 10 hours. <laughs> so I saw that I was only amplifying the stress. I was not seeing that there were other things that could be factors to the stress. Like, the truth is if 
um and i think my baby was even a little bit younger then so imagine me editing to let's say 12 o'clock in the middle of the night and she wakes up and she wants to play for another four hours mm-hmm. and i'm now going to church by seven o'clock you get so mm-hmm. by the time i'm going to church i'm already feeling tired because i have not slept well mm-hmm. but the only thing i remember is that it's church stuff that mm-hmm. keeps me yeah, yeah. <laughs> up yeah. all night so like you said if we actually say you know what 30 minutes every day maybe just after my devotion i'm going to sit on the keys and just that time of devotion can be me and God on the keys. You understand? Mm-hmm. It can just be me and God on the keys. Mm-hmm. And you're just playing the keys and you're worshipping and you're writing songs and stuff like that. And you see that it transcends. And I think that's one way people can go from, oh, I don't have time for this, to sitting down and actually saying, you know what? Let me actually look at what exactly is happening my entire day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I know that something is for a particular time, I cross that time of that thing. I know that there's nothing that can block, like mm-hmm. nothing, except if like an emergency comes up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I know that, okay, by two o'clock every Saturday, I have to sit down with Belumi and do mm-hmm. drum rehearsals. Mm-hmm. I know by two o'clock, that's the only thing. So I can't yeah. complain that i didn't learn the drums because mm-hmm. before two o'clock i myself had to practice my um with my sticks make sure make sure that i've done so many other things as, as yeah. for rehearsal so yeah. for you what's the average as a drummer what's the average amount of hours you have to rehearse every week before you have a performance right so for me i i typically um i try to do at least um three to four hours i try to do so excuse me so practice time on my own i try to do at least an hour for at least three days a week typically that's what i try to do um and again this is specific to me right because i have considered my own personal schedule if 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 you whoever might be listening to this after if you have you know a bit more time to squeeze out on your hands right to practice please feel free to allocate more but for me i found that that this is what works just because of my schedule right some some other days i'm not able to because right from work right after work i'm headed to church for rehearsal right but the days that i'm at home right i try to do an hour for at least three days a week i found that this is what works I'm a married man. I have wife to <laughs> spend time with. Again, true, true that. In, I'm involved in many other things, right? Um, I'm, you know, involved in helping people with, you know, career talks and, you know, growing the careers as well. So that's another thing I'm involved in. Plus, I have a very, 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 very busy nine to five. So, um, I try to do an hour for, you know, sometimes if I'm lucky, I might get more in. But typically for me, I find that what works is one hour for at least three days a week. That's amazing. Um, I want to talk about skill versus gift. Um, and, and because I've heard churches, I've heard people say, oh, just have the gifting, you know, like just, just, um, let's just, let's hire this person because this person is good or oh, let's let this once this person that is very talented comes to church the first once they see broccoli going coming to the oh my god ah drumming ah that's caught fire or whatnot and everybody has this hype around people's giftings and oh but when it comes to this level of skill i see that a lot of times we compromise Number two, I see that a lot of times we're more interested in the gifting and skill than their growth as children of God. So how do you think that we can reach, re, um, correct that wrong? Because I've seen some people playing church for years, but they can't really tell you that this is what has helped them grow in their five, 10 years in that church. So what would you say would be that balance that we have to put in play when it comes to skill, gifting, and growth as in spiritual maturity? Um, um, so that, I think that's a great question. And again, it's very critical, especially from an instrumentalist standpoint, because it's so easy for us to get carried away. Very, very easy. We are in quotes, always in the limelight, you know, in quotes, 
we are always doing that people will be screaming for whatever right um so it's very very easy to get carried away i, I just want <laughs> i want to make that known so if you know it's super easy to get carried away but it's very critical to understand you know the reason why you're doing it right from the musician standpoint you must understand the reason why you're doing it why are you playing the drums why are you playing the keyboard right the way i see it we are facilitators of worship right we are leading the general congregation congregation to a place right now <laughs> if you are going somewhere and nobody's following you you're taking a stroll so it's very important <laughs> to understand that you are taking people on a journey so that being said there are a few things that are critical number one how do you take someone on a journey to somewhere you haven't been yourself so in the place of worship again back to what you're doing at home right and again this is something that as I, again i, I want to clarify i'm by no means perfect in this area far from it it's also something i keep telling myself right if i'm leading people in worship if i'm part of that group facilitating people right to get into a place of worship have i been there i cannot take you now to bali <laughs> hello my sister i've not been there you know what i'm saying so i can't take you there you know what i'm saying um i can't start telling you oh we go here first we go here first it's, it's a lot easier to take someone to a place where to take people to a place where you've been before so that place of worship that experience with god that personal connection you know that submission before god in the place of worship you must have been there yourself and now why you've been there maybe through you know your personal worship session or even listening to worship songs right in getting there what were the things that got you there so now taking it down to the technical standpoint and why communication on a musical level with you know vocalists and the band is super important and i don't mean communication actually in terms of our gestures that we make the um from the top um not, not all of that but in terms of how we how we bring about this music or this worship that spiritual bond yes that spiritual bond i think is is so is so critical because from a technical level you know am i as a drummer just then trying to show off you know is that what i'm doing when me i got to went to that place of worship is that what i heard that took me to the place of worship you know what i'm saying and so that's why it's very important to ensure that you know from a technical level as well from a skill level we are not distracting people with what we're doing we have to consider that okay to take these people to the place of worship how are we you know passing across that message to them right it is very 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 critical and again i want to stress especially for drummers we can easily get carried away because they they sweat our body sometimes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Especially when you've learned a new lick, there's every chance that you would want to, you know, spaz around. You shall want like to put curry time everything you, 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 on top of one you want to. You want to. It's very very critical, and I find myself as well, um, falling victim of that. But you see, with constant awareness to the assignment. You start to, you know, take a step back and criticize yourself, or I'm sorry, critique yourself from that standpoint, right? When you listen back to your to what you had played and said, okay, could this have been distracting to people? And now I'm not saying that there then has to be that balance between simplicity and and you know beautiful music. If you, if you get what I mean, I'm not saying go all simple and just play your one four five and that's it and go home. No, not necessarily. Music is beautiful. It's a beautiful language. The, the strokes you play on the drums, when you choose to play them, the, the keys, the chords you play 
on on the keyboard you know the strokes you play on the guitar or the chords you play on the guitar they are all part of that journey to taking people to that place of worship so i'm not saying be boring on your instruments absolutely not but make sure that you do it beautifully and you try to apply things at the right time it will take time with growing developing growing in maturity on your instrument to get there but the most mu- beautiful music out there for example Todd Delaney's band they do that really really well really 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 well you know that's that's kind of what you should be you should be listening to and you see just how they how they go about it another band is um William McDowell's band right for example so yeah that band is <laughs> those guys are those guys can, can spars and and you know and, and you know for every string for and, and i think that's where my question came from in the sense of do we really um when it comes to um how do i put it so Palumi is this talented instrumentalist let's say you were in the bible days your days was let's say um david right or daniel or something and you used to play it and the the scripture would say david will look for the skillful like it was always that but going back to why he did that was because david himself it was true instruments that um god used him to heal right right so exactly are we are we gone past those days where you play some strokes and i get healed or we are or we are we've, that has gone into extinction where it's just for the excitement or for the show and we we don't have that place where you play a chord on the keys and someone says oh i had fibroid and it and it disappeared when i heard yep. that stroke so are we far from those days or or what's going on right now i don't i don't think we are i i you know i i understand <laughs> that the the gospel music right now um, especially in the church, there's a lot of vibes. <laughs> there's a lot of playing by vibes. But, you know, I still think, especially like, I remember when I was in university one time, I had a, a roommate who, um, you know, let's just say he he didn't have the closest relationship with God. He was, you know, and he knew it himself, right? He was engaged in, in a lot of things, right? And I remember he loved music, right? And I remember there was one day we came back from the chapel. There was no altar call, nothing, absolutely nothing. We came back and he was blasting in tongues. Just imagine one of the baddest people you know in terms of doing doing things of the dental. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Coming back into the hostel and just praying in tongues and then everybody was shocked he prayed in tongues from that afternoon all the way to the next morning he didn't sleep he was my roommate so i know right um and what what healed him or what ministered to him it was just the choir ministration it was the limited it was just it was the the choir ministration that was the the avenue for the spirit of god to get through to him what am i trying to say here is the things that we play the whole journey again that we that we as the music team are trying to take the entire congregation you know that journey that we are that bus that we're driving to take people to that place of worship how we drive that bus is so critical it's so critical so it's important for us to know to understand that assignment that message you're passing across. And that's why, from a skill level as well, you have to hone your skills. You have to. You can't come and hold me and be singing off key. All wrong now. You cannot lead me in worship that way. No, I'll be lost. You, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's like going on a trip, going, so imagine you're flying to, to Greece, for example and the, you have a terrible flight. The, there was so much turbulence and the, the pilot didn't manage it well. You who are going, but me, I don't know about you, me, I don't like heights. You know, I, for me, I just want to touch the ground. Let me, let my two feet land on the ground. You know what I'm saying? I won't have had a great experience on that trip. I would not. 
and I would always remember that bad experience, right? And so whenever I want to get back on the plane, I would remember that bad experience. So that's what we should think about it. If you sing off key like that, it's not fair now. It's not nice. You, you get what I'm saying? And so that's why, on a serious note, it's so important, right? If you think about this thing as we are taking people on a trip, we're taking people on a journey to a place of worship, you have to be excellent in your craft. Excellence in your craft is, is, is so critical. You can't, it's not about one or the other. You must be excellent spiritually and excellent in your craft. So for example, this girl, Esther Benyogo, I think is her name. Benyogo. Benyogo, yes. Benyogo. On, <laughs> on, the, on the Voice Nigeria, right? That was what I appreciated the most about her. Yes, she's a Jesus girl. But Frida, if you pack that one aside, hello, on the skill level, she got um, you know, she has it. Quite frankly, she she's that kind of person that you just you just see that ah, God took his time. But, but it's not just God taking his time. In, this person actually, because it's apparently not the first time she winning stuff. She had watched that's about church. Yeah, I, I watched no, she watched like, she won um God's um God's children got talent. There was yeah. one Christian one that she had yeah. won, yeah. and this was just like you know what let's just go and when she hits those notes now and that's and, and that's why i appreciate what you said you don't have to explain that this person has grace no because once the person opens their mouth it's it. just one note you know in you know. every inch of your body that this yeah. person has the spirit of god yeah. i had a guest on my show she was she sang dual year featuring daniel ojo um mm. kimberly Ade. yeah i know her from her yeah. first conversation i had like i had chills all the i'm like i'm like you're filled with the spirit of god like mm-hmm. i don't have to i don't have to say anything I, I don't have to think twice about it yeah you are filled with the spirit of god because yep. i could see how passionate and yep. every tone every voice everything she could do just who's jesus you yeah. understand so I, I think i appreciate what you said by have the talent, have that gifting, be skillful, but that place of spiritual maturity, you can't yep. give what you don't have. Yep, you if can. you're in a place where you're not growing, I would say reevaluate your your space in that environment and see, do you have to change your friends? Do you have to change your, your church? Do you have to, whatever you need to change, but you yourself, like you said earlier, if you don't rehearse, you will not be able to give your best during the general rehearsal. So if your time of fellowship is not also good at home, you can't expect Sunday service to be watering. It's just like you drinking water only on Sunday. (laughs) You always be thirsty, right? Yeah. It's facts, right? It's, it's I, I so and so that's that yeah that's my take on it it's very 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 critical for us to understand the purpose of of what we're doing if if you don't uh, there's a statement if you don't understand the purpose of a thing it's um i can't remember that statement. abuse is inevitable abuse is inevitable yes right you must understand the purpose you know behind why you are doing it i think that's probably probably the most critical thing Thank you. Thank you very much. So I have two more and we're done. Okay. My second to the last question is, I think the old mindset of instrumentalists are bad boys. <laughs> We've always had that from before time began. I don't know if it's still something that's going on right now, uh, but now you're married and stuff like that. Was it a pointer for your wife now when you were talking to her when you were dating or when you were in school that oh oh my god he plays the drums and i tell you drummers drummers are like the worst i can't oh, lie to my you goodness. so so what was is it a myth or is it something that is true that you feel like people should do better and in your own experience was it a pointer when you were toasting your wife <laughs> what do you say the pointer I guess was she conscious about it? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I've had conversations with, you know, people who are again even more mature in this space, right? Than a lot more mature than I am in this in this um, entire space, and they've kind of confirmed the same. Again, like if you think about to what I said before, where we are playing, the space we are playing in is a very, very, very peculiar space. 
just because of you know God's love for um for of of, of worship for worship right God's love for worshipers God's love for music right you know the the angels in heaven they're daily what singing you know what I mean so God's love for music you know it also means that when a very when a place where the devil is constantly trying to stop us from delivering on that right and so that's why i find that again with if you kind of think about the whole territory for musicians with the whole the limelight the attention people just get drawn to you because you're a musician because you're skilled you know it it's it's normal and so we as musicians what i can say is we have to be extremely conscious of it like we cannot we can't just like pack it aside it's a big issue like i mean huge issue in the industry i know so many musicians that you know this has been a major major struggle right um so what i can say to that honestly is it's very very important to be conscious of it it's very very important to you know work in the knowledge of how to ensure that we don't fall into those critical temptations right um but to answer your question i do not think that musicians are bad boys or bad girls or anything like that but it is I, i guess we are quite you know i would say we're more prone to to being um exposed and falling to such um challenges i would say that for sure a hundred percent right because we're dancing right in you know in the face of the in the face of the devil it's a, it's a battleground there so we have to be very very spiritually conscious about it that's what i'll say well yeah i agree with you um yeah. i i think i think it's a myth and also a reality for most people actually yeah. i don't think it's just like an instrumentalist thing i think it's just if you're struggling in certain areas of your life and you're in in the spotlights like that um if you've not dealt with it's just like moses even though moses had every time to be a great leader because of anger anger was still a roadblock for him he, mm-hmm. he gets it in front so mm-hmm. if you're dealing with sexual um immorality or, or um you're someone that struggles with um pornography or stuff like that being an instrumentalist does bring you more toward you'll be you you'll be more exposed being an right. instrumentalist right? right yeah um so and i think that creating that community where you can talk to people that are far far gone um for you in the industry and be able to share and say um i want to grow my spiritual work but at the same time i'm struggling with this this and this um and i think it's very important to say that very very as we wrap up the show, my final question would, would, would be, who were your musical influences growing up? And right now, who are your musical influences? Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> that is a loaded question. Man, who are my musical influences growing up? So, again, um, like I started my family, my brothers, right? They were, my, they were the very first people I saw doing it, right? Um, so I would say when I started off in music, they were the people that I looked up to the most. I wanted to know how to play like them. I wanted to, you know, those are my the people that I was always looking up to. And then before I, you know, started to get more exposure to a lot more people as well that were, um, <clears throat> that were also in the music ministry. But I would say probably back, probably back then, I wasn't as aware back then as I am now. Um, I mean, drummers, I probably looked up to people like Tony Royster. Um, um, I, I, I watched a, a lot of his videos um, growing up. Um, but I think <clears throat> now I can say, you know, I, <laughs> well, <laughs> right now I listen to a lot of musicians and um I do have specific, you know, drummers that I, I listen to maybe the most or people that I pay attention to on um, their musicality 
the most. So for example, Jalen Moore, who is um, 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 Todd Delaney's drummer, um, I listen a lot to um, 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 Mark My Words, who's also um, William McDowell's drummer. I listen to them a lot, again, for just how musical they are. Um, there's there are a lot of drummers. I don't want to kind of bore people with all, all of these names, but um, there are a lot of them that I listen to. Um, I I rinsed out Todd Delaney, overrinsed it, I overrinsed them out. Um, I've been listening a lot to Tim Bowman and um, Miranda Curtis. Fake City Music. Yes, Fake City Music. I've been listening. Oh my God. They just this. make you want to serve yes, God. Yes, yes, no oh doubt. Oh my. Especially during this um, whole pandemic, they've been my go to ministry. I listen a lot as well to um, Transformation Church um, um, worship. I listen a lot to them. And of course, my friends around me that are also. Um, in in music, even people locally here in Canada. My all-time favorite drummer right now really is Lionel Lewis. He's here in Canada. Not he's not my friend. Is <laughs> it? You know, someone is someone. It's someone that you know that that I look up to a lot. I love his musicality, his humility, his his level of skill, his musicality is it's absolutely outrageous, out of this world. Um, that that's probably my favorite drummer. A lot of my friends, Paul Akindolier, that plays at my church as well. Absolutely, shout love, out to Paul. Yeah, <laughs> Paul, uh, Pascal, all of these my my guys, Ade, and all of these people that you know I play with. Thomas on the bass as well, um, D bass. All of these people, I I you know I listen to them, I enjoy music with them. So I'll say that the people that I would say um influence me um the most right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like like you said, there's so many people. Like as you were naming people, I was naming people on top of my yeah, head. Even yeah, in Nigeria, yeah. um, mm. I have. I think most of my friends are drummers. Like, oh, <laughs> I think I have very few that are that are keyboardists. But mm. like, because I I really love the drums, and I and mm. I used to play around with it when I was younger. Yeah. So, um, it's something that I I believe that um each every parent should expose their kids to one form of instrument absolutely it is i think it's mandatory if you can Critical, teach your yeah. children how to swim and do karate let your mm. kids learn one instrument sure. and and the truth is they are the ones that are the future of the church yeah and right now i see a decrease in mm. that particular phase when it comes because when we're younger they would always put us in front in choir practice in learning instruments mm-hmm. but now you rarely see people even let their kids even cover midweek services i agree so, I agree. Parents, I agree your kids are the future of the church. Absolutely. Some of us shall go and go to where our fathers <laughs> are, but your kids will be the ones doing that. So yeah. I think it's very important. Like for me, I'm trying to, I'm exposing, as small as my baby is, I expose her to playing the keyboard at home, even yeah. though she might just be hitting stuff on it. But yeah. I want to imprint it that girl, you have to be my backup keyboard yep. 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 when yep. we're going on tours right so i think it's very important um yep. to do that your final words to an aspiring musician out there who is either trying to grow or struggling or in one phase or different phase of their life what will be your final words to them um my final words are you know take it easy with yourself um understand the assignments it everything takes time right um be consistent be true to your craft be true to your spiritual growth be true to your spiritual growth again there are lots of battles that we we face in this industry especially as a musician a a lot because again we're in the limelight we are you know you know we are exposed to a lot right so constantly build your spiritual life like me as well I'm trying to ensure that i'm constantly doing that um everything takes time if you want to get better i'm sorry but there's no two ways about it you're gonna have to practice <laughs> if you don't practice it's not gonna happen right but take it easy with yourself be consistent with it be consistent with it um and i pray that you know god will definitely see you through and you know bring you excellent success even in this um space in jesus name 
Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Kalumi. I had so much fun recording this and I'm sure that people will be blessed when they watch this. So please Amen. make sure that um, you go subscribe to the channel, watch this. Uh, you, it's going to be live on Facebook, on YouTube and on Instagram on Saturday. Um, this Saturday, the 22nd of August, and also it will be live on the podcast. So please make sure if you're listening on the podcast, please make sure that you favorite this episode. Um, you can follow Kalumi. He always has tips and um, he's, like he said, he helps out when it comes to career development. He's, he's someone that you should watch out for. I'm benefiting, I said benefiting from yesterday. I was sitting <laughs> down with my stock throughout night. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's very important. Like he said, make sure that the gift that God has given you, just like the parable of the talent, you're able to replicate it. You're able to harness that skill and you're also able to grow in Christ. Yes. Till we see you next time on another amazing episode of Life Matters Another Day During. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Cheers. Bye.